everyone and welcome to In the Meantime with Moria. I'm your host Moria Hall and today with me I have Billy. Now I invited Billy to be a guest on the show today because I feel that they are very open when it comes to talking about their journey of them transitioning. So Billy welcome to the show. Hello thank you for having me. No problem no problem. So first things first can you tell us a little bit about your journey and what it took and all the things you went through that led you to where you are right now? I realized that I was, tra- well, I didn't realize I was trans, but I realized I wanted to be a boy when I was 10. I had four brothers and one sister. So that's part of that <laughs> that realization that I was like, maybe I'm not a girl. I always remember fighting with my mom about having to wear like feminine clothes and stuff and just not feeling comfortable in feminine things. She would try to make me wear makeup and she would try to put mascara on me. So like, I would be like, it's going to smudge my glasses. And she would just be like, just wear it. We would always go back and forth about everything. And then I remember one time, I think it was like, maybe like 17 or 18 I got my first haircut like on my own like from after like working and I went and told my mom I was like mom I got my haircut it was like masculine presenting ish Mm -hmm. and she was not very thrilled about it and I remember like being a bit disappointed at the time like growing up I wasn't really I didn't really have the proper means to look into LGBTQ things my mother was very Christian oriented based Uh, we had a lot of strict rules and stuff like that about what us younger ones could look at on the internet and like watch and things like that granted she had a lot of lgbtq friends before i even knew what that was (laughs) i know (laughs) so um it took a lot of time for me to like fully understand stuff and i found out about the community through social media believe it or not um i had a lot of friends online who were trans you know bisexual lesbian pansexual all of the letters in the alphabet there I was like what is this and why have I never heard of this before I think it was like maybe 16 or 17 when I started seeing it mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be 31 soon so it's kind of <laughs> been a long time yeah, it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while um so I remember starting to do some research and like online friends like helping me out like they're like oh there's such a thing called demi girl demi boy basically like where you sort of feel like you're a boy but you don't want to fully transition if you medically transition and so I was like oh maybe I'll try that out and I tried identifying as demi boy for a bit and I was just like no this it's not working for me and then wait so how did you feel when you were at that time like did you feel like it's more to it or did you just feel like it was like at first it was like easier for me I guess in a way to identify as demi boy because I didn't have to worry about all the medical expenses going into transitioning and right. I didn't have to worry about like oh all these funds that I'm gonna drop for <laughs> testosterone yeah, and things it was a little easier for me to identify with that but then I realized like the more I had body dysphoria with like just like my cycle and everything like that I was like yeah no this is not cutting it for me like I need HRT <laughs> to, uh-huh. to exist so um I came finally came out when I was 22 and at first it didn't wow. go very well yeah yeah it's been it's been I think five years at least five or six years since I've been out 
Wow. First thing, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. How did you feel keeping that in for so long? Or did I, you feel like honestly, people around you? It, it was it was a struggle. Um, the only person who really knew was my third oldest brother, because he's the actor in our family, so he has a lot of friends who are you know, trans and a lot of like LGBTQ friends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when I eventually told him, he was like, oh yeah, I, I, I knew, like I could tell. I was like, what? (laughs) He was like, he's like, I'm not surprised. I was like, wow. I was like, thanks. (laughs) It was a little rough, like for a few years, like as I've been on my own and such, like being trans um, without like my adoptive family and stuff since I've had them back in my life I could tell there's been effort of them trying I had a call with my adoptive mom one time and she was like oh are you getting frontal surgery anytime soon and I was like what's frontal surgery and she was like oh with the chest thing and I was like oh top surgery (laughs) (laughs) she's trying (laughs) and I was like I was like you know you for effort like I gotta give you that but you know right (laughs) um I mean, it's like, it's there. The effort's definitely there. Uh, they, they're they still trying to get used to me, like, trying to figure out a proper name for myself because I've been through so many names that it's like, okay, it's, like, really hard to find yourself, especially when it comes to name picking. Um, right. I think I've been through, like, five or six names <laughs> before. Really? I Do you know the that. name? Like, what are the names? Can you tell us? Yeah, so the first one I went with was Harrison. Oh, that's so proper. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was a big fan of the Beatles as a kid, so I really liked George Harrison. So I was like, Harrison's a nice name. So I went with Harrison for a bit, and I was like, no, not feeling it. Um, and then I went by, I think it was Tyler for a little bit, and I went by Ashton. And then I was like, I think I went by Gabriel. Um what else what other name dean was definitely a name i went by for a while i like the name dean that's a, yeah. that's a cute name like yeah. i like the name dean. <laughs> yeah i i was a big fan of supernatural and so dean okay. Winchester was my favorite characters and so i picked my name after him i went by edward for a little bit james i think was another one i went by i don't know too many names but those are like the memorable names i had <laughs> okay so how did so, you land on your name now billy Okay, so uh, obviously Billie is after Billie Eilish because oh. her music's got me through a lot, pretty especially pretty recently. Um, so I went by that, and then my middle name is Abel, which is after the weekend. Oh, I so, love the weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I respect, so, <laughs> I respect yeah. that a lot. He's, no, I like the weekend. He's my, he's my weekend. biggest comfort artist, so I was like, it felt suiting for me. So And plus, like, Abel is sort of close to what my first legal name is, kind of in a way so they're both biblical names with the names mm-hmm. would you ever consider changing your legal name or you just want to be no. where it's like I do want to change my legal name I've no I noticed that I kind of had a habit of like if I go through really traumatic things sometimes I will change my name to like help myself feel better get myself out of whatever state I'm in mm-hmm. so like Last year, I went through a pretty bad breakup when I was, oh, I was going by River for a little bit. The person that I dated kind of really messed me up mentally and stuff. And so I changed my name. That's when I changed my name to Billy. So I like kind of want to break that habit. Oh my gosh, I got to go under a new identity every time something traumatic happens to me. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we all have our faults. So, I changed my well, hair, yeah. so it's like, I get that. Yeah, get yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like trying to be like, if I find a name that I like, I'm like, 
don't change your name again because you just changed it like to, you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's no, not I like I can that. just go to a different state and be like oh yeah because like some states are cheaper than Florida to change your name mm-hmm. so I can't just like move to a different state and be like yeah I'm gonna change my name like every time I feel like right. no, I get that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's very hard but like I think I'm like pretty set in stone that I want this to be my actual name okay. then again I've said that with every other name I've had so <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is the name I hope so <laughs> I hope so <laughs> But anyways, you mentioned, you did mention about a breakup. How would yes. you say once coming out to your family and friends, how was it when it comes to your dating life? Who are you interested um, in? Like, how do you grow? Yeah, I think I'm interested in, like, trans guys, non-binary presenting people. Okay. Um, I've had my fair share of really crappy experiences with men. Not to say all men are bad, but, like, I don't see myself dating a cis man comfortably just Mm -hmm. from my my own experiences and I feel like dating a trans guy would is a lot more relatable for me because we both you know are going through similar things and understand a lot more dating has definitely been difficult though I will say it kind of kind of scary too because like you for me like it's hard to be upfront about being trans because you know how a lot of people are like oh you're one of those trans people kind of thing it's like disheartening but I'm like I'm just a person like right. trans is my identity you know what I mean um and then you get the weird people who like fetishize and sexualize trans people really? and that's so yeah it's really weird it's I'm on a dating app like LGBTQ dating app and there was a guy I was talking to who on his profile said he was trans so I was like oh out of curiosity like how long have you been transitioning and he was like oh I'm not trans I just like trans people and then he went into asking me really weird questions about things that I wear and then when I said I was uncomfortable he was like "Mm," and I was like um good <laughs> I'm done. yeah what the heck that's weird, <laughs> yeah. that's really weird. oh my yeah. gosh so it's very yeah it's very scary to be dating trans as, as a trans person I'd say at least in my experience so would you say you meet more of your like I don't want to say suitors that sounds so open <laughs> <laughs> do you meet more of like people you're interested in through online like through apps or like in person like how do you usually meet people? I think for me it's easier to meet people online because I have pretty bad social anxiety um especially if I'm like talking to people in person besides work so I find it definitely easier to connect with people online like I'm on discord like all the time Okay. Um, what are so. some places you go online to like meet people um usually like twitter i was in a friend group of people through tiktok at one point but that got really toxic so i dipped from that i was like i'm not i'm like we're all oh. adults we're not doing that yeah <laughs> the convention i told you about um i met some online friends that i've been gaming with for a while but i met my one friend through instagram and we've been friends for like months and then they invited me to go to the megacon convention with them in orlando Mm-hmm. and like I was like really nervous about it all of a sudden like the day of, like I wasn't nervous about meeting them prior right but like when I got to like my bus stop to wait for them to pick me up I was like why am I suddenly so nervous to meet them it was the weirdest feeling yeah. like I'd been playing games with them for months and then like suddenly I was just like oh my gosh the nerves are kicking in now like 
Oh. <laughs> like, I but how was it when you guys initially met? Like, how was it? Oh, it was great. It was great. Like, like it was funny because it was my friend and his dad, and because we played games all the time, so it took months for his dad to like post a picture of himself in the chat. And so me and my friend, uh, work friend, uh, we were like trying to figure out what my friend's dad looked like one night. And we pretty much nailed everything except for like facial feature and hair. It was a long day. It was oh, wait, a long so day. I have a question. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it comes to going out to conventions and just going out, like just in society in itself, what's something that you wish people would know or be more like nice about and stuff like that? Like what's something you kind of want to put like a PSA for? I will say like for me don't just like like okay so when I first started going to conventions back in like 2018 um I had a friend who was who would always like she would always introduce me as like oh this is my first trans friend I've ever had like I was like that token trans friend yeah Instead of just, like, treating me like an individual. Like, she was just like, oh, they're my first trans friend I've ever had. And I'm like, why you gotta say that? Like, I'm just a person. (laughs) You don't gotta out me like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just, I don't like the whole, that whole stereotype of, like, oh, yeah, I gotta have one token gay friend or, like, one token trans friend to, like, fit in. Right. So, that's probably been one of the most frustrating things I will say recently it's been kind of scary that like because like I still use the women's bathroom this mm-hmm. is because what I'm comfortable with because I was born female birth so right that's what I use but like the thing is is when I was at the convention I had a li- I guess I was so masculine presenting that this lady looked at me and she's like that's the women's bathroom and I was like I know and she was like oh wow and then that happened again the other day at work um I was going to, like, you know how Starbucks bathrooms are gender neutral? Mm-hmm. Well, this lady, like, she kept, like, banging on the bathroom. Like, I literally just sat down to go to the bathroom, chill. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I finally get out, and she, like, looks at me, and she starts laughing. She's like, oh, this is the women's bathroom. I go, I know. And she, like, like looked at me. She's like, oh, <laughs> and, like, like, with all, like, the trans laws and stuff that's been go- coming out, especially, like, in Florida too like it's just nerve-wracking to have people like you don't even know be like that's not your bathroom right like, why do you even care what bathroom I use I'm not yeah, like I'm if you bathroom. gotta go you gotta go I just go to the bathroom bro. <laughs> right like just please that's like the bare minimum of a like yeah. Just, yeah yeah like mind your business like just right. do you have any more instances where you kind of felt kind of scared when it comes to going on society and stuff Actually, I think the first time I ever had that happen was when I was coming home from LA in 2019 from my convention. Mm-hmm. That's the first time someone ever yelled at me about what bathroom to use. And this was in California. Wow. And I was, but she was like in my face, like Karen kind of angry, like, oh. yeah. And I was okay. like, I'm just going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I like, my voice was higher back then. Well, not as high, but it's like, you know, still higher. And she was just like, oh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you just kind of made yourself look like a fool, but like, yeah. Okay, then. Um, so you mentioned, too, your voice getting, like, lower. Is there any other things when it comes to transitioning that you're comfortable talking about? Like, yeah. what's it like with doctor visits and stuff? So 
my first actor really didn't tell me a lot when I first started my journey on HRT. Um, all he really told me was like, oh, you're basically going to be going through second puberty. And I was like, cool. What does that tell? And he just basically That's told fun. me like the thin layer. He's like, your period cycle is going to stop in three months. Um, you'll get to get acne. Your voice is going to lower. Like he was basically giving me just like the, you know here's what the ABC and that's it. Right. And so I basically had to like find out stuff on my own until I got a new doctor. And I didn't know that testosterone like will dry up your tear ducts. Mm -hmm. So I think it was like my second month in, I couldn't cry. And like crying was my main emotion. Wow. Yeah. That was scary. scary. That was scary for me. Yeah. Because crying was my main emotion. So I'd come home stressed from work one day and I couldn't cry. And I was like, hello. <laughs> Not hello. Yeah, I was like, where are my tears, bro? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I know. So every once in a while I can cry, but like I will cry over the stupidest stuff. Like if a character like in a show dies, I can cry over that just fine. But mm-hmm. if something really stressful is going on in my life and I can't cry, I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> so like uh pretty recently though i will say i had a friend pass away like a couple years ago actually like a year and a half ago a work friend I'm so and, sorry. thank you yeah it was, it was kind of it was really scary how it happened she was also trans which was another hard thing for me um but she was in a really bad car accident she rode a scooter to work every day mm-hmm. and, like one of the electric scooters and you know yeah. uh where my starbucks is the one that work at but across the street from USF. Yeah. You know how busy that street is. So it's she, busy, yeah. yeah, she had picked up my shift in that morning and then she had to go, she had a shift that night and then she was having issues with her toilet in her apartment. So she had to go home early that night to check on her. She wanted to be sure her apartment wasn't flooding. And all I know is she was going, like leaving my Starbucks, but she was riding on the opposite side and this car had come whipping around the corner and hit her like they hit her to the point where like the person got out of the car and tried to do cpr on her wow yeah it was that bad and like none of us knew that she was in the hospital until the next day when our my old assistant manager had called me and she was like hey and i was like hey i was she sounded really sad so i thought i was getting fired (laughs) that's why she sounded sad (laughs) But she was like, she's like, no, you're not getting fired. And I was like, okay, what's up? And she was like, oh, well, Leaf passed away this morning. I was like, what? Jeez. Yeah. So it was pretty stressful. Um, and then at the wake, I told my friends, I was like, listen, I haven't cried in like two and a half years. So if you all see me ugly crying, you will know why. Oh my God. And then I that like I actually broke down crying there. That's the first time I cried. The tear ducts worked. Yeah, they're like they're like, oh you're like, oh you're you like you're a human being now. And I was like, cool. Okay, I was holding like, yeah, that's something I I broke down sobbing. I was like, it just hit me out of nowhere. Like when I saw her in the casket, I was like, yo, this is like overwhelming emotion right now. But then after that I haven't really been able to cry. The acne is the other frustrating thing. Really? Uh, yeah. Especially when COVID hit and we had to wear masks for like the first like two weeks. Mm-hmm. That did not help with all of like the sweat and stuff. And right. yeah. yeah. And I'm already taking some really thick substance too. So it's like, 
it was so bad. I was like just like scrubbing my face like every day when I got home. Like it looked worse than it does now. <laughs> I think it's so, getting better. It's getting honest. a lot. It's getting a yeah. lot better. It's getting a lot better. My back acne is really bad. That's something I want to focus on. Right. But like, yeah. And then body hair is another thing. Um, my hair grows in really fast, but that's because I also shave it like two every like two or three days. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And I remember <laughs> my first doctor like told me he's like, "Oh, you could experience hair loss, blah blah blah." So when he told me that. I remember like my first month in, I was like, I'm going to shave my head because I don't want to wake up one day and I'm going to have hair falling out. I'm going to be terrified. So I was like, are you panicking? So I shaved my head. Right. And it was taking a while for my hair to grow back in. And I was like, I was like, is this normal? Like what is going on with my body, bro? And then finally thinking about like two to three months in on HRT, like my hair started coming in. I was like, oh, thank God. I thought I was like, I thought I was like done with my hair. I was like, nope. nope and you're already you know black hair is fragile as it is so I was right, like it is no, trust me. yeah yeah wow. yeah I know as a kid so <laughs> um yeah so that's definitely been hair journey has definitely been crazy on tea not much else I, oh my my period cycle that was supposed to stop three months in but it stopped four months in and I remember going back to my doctor and I he was like that's weird that yours didn't stop three months in so like when I started HRT I was doing taking my shots every other week and it was taking 0.5 which he told me 0.5 was a small dose when I told that to my doctor now she looked at me she was like he told you what I was like he said it was a small dose she's like that's not small and I was like really (laughs) she's like point like two would be small and I was like okay he obviously didn't know what he was talking about (laughs) yeah so he like upped me to taking it every week um so and then I remember hitting my four months in and I was like wow this is what it's like to be a guy (laughs) I was like whoa I'm a man (laughs) um but yeah so that was definitely a nice experience not to have that anymore I can Um, imagine yeah yeah, it's yeah like I will say like before it stopped like my cramps on my cycle being on testosterone at the same time uh-huh. were so bad they Ooh. were so bad I felt like I was dying yeah <laughs> it was bad it was bad like I remember it was like the end of March which was like my third month on HRT and I was at work I was like why am I cramping I thought my cycle would stop now right and I go to the bathroom like what the <laughs> Yeah, I was like, how, I was like, why are you still here, bro? <laughs> um, but I'm very glad it's not existed anymore. It's hard to like, n- like know if my voice has dropped much. Like, I I kind of hear a difference some days, mm-hmm. um, but it's hard, especially at work, because you know you got to have the customer service voice. Right. Yeah. So, but it's so crazy, dude, because like whenever I'm on headset taking orders, I get called ma'am. But like everybody who's wearing a headset inside it, they're like, you don't sound like a ma'am. Right. And I was like, okay, but then why do they keep calling me ma'am? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like no, I get it's... like I sound androgynous, but like I don't sound ma'am like a like I don't sound feminine. Right. So it's just always so confusing to me. And like I don't correct customers half the time because I'm like I'm not really? binary, but the same yeah. Cause like part of me is like Loki's scared that someone's gonna come in and be like, You're a barista, blah 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 blah. Like, you know, feel like they're like I'm calling them out or something. Aww. But also like at the same time, I'm kinda like 
I try not to let it bother me, given that I'm non-binary identifying. I mean, they don't know that, but like, I try not to let it bother me too much. Uh-huh. It used to bug me in the beginning when I was using he, him pronouns, but right. now that I don't really feel like a he or a she or whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't face me too much. So. Okay. So yeah. on that note... Because we're kind of running low on time, sadly, because I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> but I just want to say, what's one piece of advice you would give for people who are interested or wanting to do that, but kind of scared? Like, what's something, one piece of advice you would give to them? Um, I would say just at the end of the day, like, if you don't have support from anybody, just understand that you're transitioning for yourself. Like, yeah, it's going to suck in the beginning, like, not having like any family supporting you or any friends supporting you but you're doing it for your benefit and not for them so that makes it a little easier to go through transitioning medically mm-hmm. um if you're like transitioning non-medically like there's you don't have to have dysphoria to be trans like I remember when I like first started out I did have a few friends be like well do you have dysphoria and I was like, I thought that was like an actual rule, like you had to have dysphoria to be trans. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, it's not a rule. Like uh-huh. you can you can transition however you want to. And on that note, thank you so 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 much. You're welcome. Billy for stopping by today in the meantime with Moria. I really, really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. And on that note, guys, make sure to follow us on Instagram at INT. <laughs> Rephrase, remix, like <laughs> that. Make sure to follow us on both TikTok and Instagram at INTMTWM. Mm-hmm.